Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Roto-Play Podcast, a proud member of the Roto-Play Network. I am your host, Kent Blue. This week, we are on part two of our Monster Hearts game with Cleo Yunsu Davis, Banana Chan, Kristen Devine, myself, and Morgan Nuncio as our MC. We're going to learn a little bit more about this small town of Stone's Throw and a little bit more about the mystery of the missing Elena and what is going on around that. A lot of cool stuff coming up in this episode. It was a lot of fun. Some really, really funny scenes take place at a diner. I think you're all going to love it so much. All right, let's talk about what's coming up on the Road to Play Network uh, coming up on the first Tuesday of the month, there is another episode of What's Your Row coming out. Tim has been interviewing some really great guests. He's interviewed the crew of Brits on Bikes. He interviewed B. Dave Walters of the L.A. by Night Vampire campaign over on Geek and Sundry. Amazing interviews. Look forward to that. Next one is coming up on the first Tuesday in June. Coming up on the third Tuesday of June, we have a brand new episode of Level Up. Not quite sure what the subject's going to be yet, but I know that we have some really cool guests coming on, so no matter what it is, it's going to be awesome. As you may have noticed or may not have noticed, we dropped some new Red Death content over the weekend. It is some interlude stuff. It is a journal entry by Ignacia Del Rio, which is Morgan Nuncio's character on Red Death. Uh, There was a nice journal entry from her time before getting to Boston. All of this is leading up to the launch of Season 2, which is, like I said, coming out about a month or so from now. So, very exciting. Make sure you are subscribed to the Red Death podcast feed and whatever your podcast app of choice is because you do not want to miss out on any of this content. We got additional bonus content coming up, a fun little uh, kind of Q&A session we're going to do in character. A lot of fun. So, be sure you go out there, find Red Death on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe to it. Any show on the Road to Play Network, we would love if you would get out there and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever service you use. Uh, It just helps get us out to so many more listeners. It spreads the word. If you don't want to rate and review, just go out and tell a friend. It'll mean the world to us. All right, all of that out of the way, let's dive right into Monster Hearts Part 2 with Cleo Yunsu Davis, myself, Kristen Devine, Banana Chan, and Morgan Nuncio. I'll head out too with my backpack. All right, and the locket's back on the desk or back underneath the desk? It's, it's uh, back. It's on top of the desk. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, I would say day. The rest of the day goes pretty well until you get to lunch. Like I said, more greenery was added to the the mall turned high school. 
that we have going on. And um, so there's a little like plaza courtyard area now that's where people can go out and enjoy while they're in lunch if they don't want to be in the food court cafeteria. I don't know what y'all usually do for lunch. What do y'all do for lunch? I think that Jordan moves from, she kind of rotates the groups that she sits with. Uh, so today she's, um, let's see, she's sitting, she's a little, she is still kind of, I mean, going through things in her mind. So I think she wants to sit, she would sit with someone where that wouldn't require a lot of like um, socializing more a group that tends to talk to themselves. So maybe with like, Maybe with like the cheerleaders because they're going to talk about their cheerleader thing. So she can just kind of sit there and half pay attention. All right. I mean, the cheerleaders know how Jordan is. So they're like, okay, cool, whatever. Like they're quiet. So like it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so they just have her sit with her and like just they just keep gabbing about boys, about the party, about makeup, about what to wear, um, what to bring uh and then like some rumors here and there about elena but like that's that's about it that's it's just see normally the usual stuff minus the the rumors about elena but yeah uh what do y'all do everybody else uh z usually sits by herself there there may be one or two other uh kids that she sits with on occasion but nothing that's like a routine or nothing that would be regular enough for them to be, you know, not every day. Um, and when she does not sit with them, then she sits by herself, but somewhere where like kind of near Jordan, uh, just because Jordan was the one person that was nice to her. So she, even though Jordan doesn't know it, she kind of sits like near her or in her line of sight. Um, with the exception of the cheerleaders, because she can't stand the cheerleaders. So then she distances herself a little. Okay. All right. Um, Benji, Sparky, where do y'all go? So I think Benji does something a little sad, which is um, he like, he tries different gimmicks to make friends and like to make people like him and stuff. And right now, like one of the things he's doing is he's packing these like really elaborate lunches with that are like, he gets up early to make these kind of big deal, almost bento box style lunches with a bunch of different like side dishes and stuff. And he definitely packs enough for at least two people, maybe three, because he thinks it'll like, it'll attract people to like want to sit with him. And so usually he's going to want to sit with Sparky, but if Sparky is MIA, then he'll just try to find someone who looks like they could use a lunch. I think Sparky is trying to sit alone. Um, but he ends up sitting with the baseball team and probably Benji. And I think Sparky's got like a bento box and like three slices of pizza. Yeah, Benji will definitely like, if he sees you, if you like have not like made effort to not be seen by Benji, Benji will find you. Like he knows your habits. He knows where you like go. And he'll like excitedly bring his giant like lunch box with him. Nice. So now Benji's also feeding some of the baseball team now. <laughs> That's where you're all sitting. I have enough to go around. No worries. <laughs> and they're loving it. They 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 think it's great. Um, Jason and Alex and one of the Chris's. I don't know which one, but uh, they they all they all enjoy it. Um, I guess Z sitting. I guess further away from Jordan than usual. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. just a little bit because of the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are kind of annoying to her. So with all their makeup talk. So she always sits where she can see Jordan, but not necessarily like at the next table over or the same table this yeah. time. Um, I would say you're the first one to really notice that there's some arguments going on outside in the courtyard. Um, you see uh, the high school groups of the goths and the punks sort of getting in each other's faces and it's getting loud enough where Jordan over here and now Benji and Sparky can hear it too. And you are too far apart away to like hear exactly what's going on, but y'all do hear some sort of argument happening in the courtyard. Am I also far too far away to hear? Uh, yeah. So if you want to get up and get closer, you can. That's sure. that's no problem. A lot of people are starting to like start around and as everybody's nosy. Yeah, Jordan's yeah. definitely gonna gonna head towards it to try to hear what's being said. Yeah, Benji's like, dude, a fight. Come on, let's go check it out. I think Sparky's just like, fine. And like picks up all the pizza and bento boxes and goes with. Just arms full, just like <laughs> this slice in mouth. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, as y'all get closer, y'all hear the punks start accusing uh, the goths, uh, one of their people that's missing, uh, Sage Rotten. Apparently he's been missing for a couple days and the punks are blaming the goths about it. And the goths are retaliating saying, we didn't do that. We're Why would why we take him? We're missing Ezra. Like, I don't know what's going on, but everybody's, and Ezra's been missing for a week. And like, it's starting to get really intense because they're starting to blame each other. And it looks like the, they're getting closer. And like, it's getting louder. What do y'all do? Watch, get involved, stop. <laughs> I think Sparky just stands there and like continues eating and watching. Benji's simply watching like, open mouth, like jaw slack. Uh, I, I think Z is somewhere in the middle, like not the back of the, of the crowd, but not the, not the front of the crowd either. And, and kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. So not getting involved, but yeah. definitely watching. I feel like Jordan's going to move move closer to it. I think she's going to get close, but not interfere yet. But I think she's going to be close enough where she could, if need be. Okay. The arguments keep happening. There's a shove from the punks that happens to the goths, and the goths raise a fist. But at this time, a um, one of the teachers comes up and sort of breaks them apart. And with another teacher falling behind them, starting to separate the groups. And the punks are like, you better bring a sage or else we'll see you at the, the drive-in. And the goths are like, yeah, well, you better find Ezra. Like, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you then. And they're just like going back and forth and yelling at each other. And as they're getting dragged and pulled apart by the, the teachers that are slowly pouring out into the courtyard and pushing them away. I take video of this happening. Are you going to post it anywhere? You just, just Yeah, I'm going to post it on Instagram because I think it might make people like me more and I'll get more followers. Yeah, you start getting some likes here and there and some like, oh, man, they're still at it. And like, yeah. How many followers do you have right now? Like 26. <laughs> <laughs> That'd say over the course of the day gives you like five more followers. I'm real happy about that. I'm moving up in the world. Z definitely follows 
Benji on Instagram after seeing this video. Excellent. And um, lunch keeps going uneventful unless y'all want to do something or say something or. Well, I think Jordan, I'm going to, she's going to follow one of the groups. We'll say, we'll say the goths okay. uh, just trail behind and see, I mean, she, if she can get a moment with one of them, just try to find out what's going on, what that was all about. Yeah, so eventually the goths get pushed um, back into inside on the other side of the cafeteria. They get a talking to, and then the teacher leaves because there's too many, and she's like, y'all didn't really fight, so I'm not going to have it. Um, and the other goths sort of like leave, and there's one left. It's, um, it's a tall, lanky guy named Damien. And stereotypical goth with long black hair and blinky and Jinko pants, even though Jinkos aren't in style anymore, but like <laughs> they're still there. I mean, Jordan remembers them. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, there just fiddling on this phone. So, yeah, um, she's going to walk up to him. Damien, that was pretty intense. Yeah, I mean, the punks are always intense. Just, just how their rebellious nature is. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what? What happened? What? What? I mean, I heard them talking about people missing. Yeah, apparently one of theirs is missing. That's been missing for a few days, but one of ours has been missing too. Ezra. I mean, they were kind of high up there. Like they were like one of the older goths, but I don't know what happened and just. We saw them one night and the next day when we were supposed to hang out again, we just never saw them again. And we went to their place, didn't see them, don't know what happened. Huh. Ezra. Does Ezra go to this school? Yeah. Okay. He's in like another, he's like a senior. Okay. I mean, so Ezra, not at his house? Nuh-uh. Huh. Where, where does Ezra live? Oh, he lives um, probably about a half mile from the drive um, Starlight Drive-In. About about there, like in, in, in those apartments back there. Okay. Um, I think the, you know, uh, Jordan will just kind of move to, like, just kind of chatter. Um, you know, just ask if they're going to the thing tonight, if any of them have been invited to the thing. They're like... No, we don't deal with the cheerleader stuff. It's just not our thing. Um, we'll probably be at the the, the drive-in though, um, hanging out there. I mean, is this gonna? I mean, it seems like the punks are gonna be there too. Is that? I mean, it yeah, like... they're they're like always there. It's just they know we enjoy the the artistic escapes of the, like the junkyard drive-in mix, but they just like the destruction and like blowing up shit. You know, like. Ugh. They, they're very. I don't know what's the word. Neanderthals? No, that's not. That's not how you pronounce it. Ne um. Yeah, that word though. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but hey, if you're going to the party, enjoy. I mean, it's mm -hmm. kind of a memorial. Uh, I'm sure it'll turn into just you know like every other gathering of. Of you know the the more elite students, I'm sure they'll they'll be 
beer and drugs, but yeah, I mean, we might might come and crash it. Like, I know, I know where Ronnie lives, so like, if we get bored, we might. (laughs) That could be cool. Uh, You know, better than fighting in the, you know, fighting it up with the with the punks. I don't know when we'll ever like be on good terms with them. It's just they just don't like understand, you know. And he sort of just trails off and looks off in the distance. <laughs> Jordan will leave when, you know. Yeah. Just when, just just get up and go. Yeah, when <laughs> when when it feels the right moment to, okay. to break away. <laughs> that sounds about the right here. Um anything else y'all are doing during lunch? I think um Sparky with his werewolf hearing hears that Jordan is going to the diner. And I also hear that um, goths like to go there because it's artistic and Sparky is taking an interest in the arts. So Sparky wants to go as well. To the diner? Yes. I don't think they're talking about the diner, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the diner. <laughs> I mean, the diner's there. Yeah, diner's open 24 7. His hearing's just okay. It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> he he's, he has selective hearing. <laughs> he picks and chooses what he wants to hear. Um, okay, so anything else during lunch, or you want to fast forward, or so we're gonna go ahead and fast forward to um, I guess the, the day after school, like right after school. By the way, y'all have powers if y'all didn't realize <laughs> that y'all can well, use. Can I can I actually ask something? I didn't want to interrupt yeah. scenes and flow for the recording. Yeah, you can ask. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure how the hunger works because what I was thinking during the fight, because I chose fear uh-huh. as my hunger, is that if either side was afraid and I was sensing fear, then I'd have to try to fight the hunger. But I wasn't sure if that was like the right time to. So it doesn't really explain like what the hunger is. Honestly, right. in any book, yeah, um, I couldn't I guess, find anything specific you, either. You can always ask um, if you feel it in the if you sense it. But, okay, so yeah, that's definitely it. And he did sense some fear in both of the people in the groups because okay. they fear of loss, fear of people being taken, like yeah, all that stuff. Okay, I like that I took fear and that there's students missing. I'm probably gonna have to roll to for hunger like a thousand times, but okay. I'll, I'll bring it up then. But yeah, there's there's other like non skin ones ones too if you you know to use like turn someone on shut someone down uh gaze in the dibus and keep your cool oh, right yep so, I saw those. Okay. so those, yeah. are, those are ones y'all can do pretty much anytime um so where it's after school where do y'all want to go what are y'all doing i will head i mean i think i'll head to the diner just across the street right yeah it's Pebbles. it's Mm-hmm. It's right across. It's right across uh, Main Street. Okay. So I feel like Jordan doesn't really. I, and if I said differently, pre-game stuff, uh, we'll retcon that out. I don't think Jordan has like a home necessarily. They just kind of wander. So she just hangs out at places. And Pebbles is where she's going to hang out t- today until it's party time. But actually, but Jordan's actually thinking about maybe going to the drive-in and seeing if this this lunchtime scuffle turns into something bigger. Haven't made up my mind yet though. Yeah. What is anybody else going to Pebbles? Where else anybody else going anywhere else or 
Sparky is definitely going to Pebbles. All right. Um, Jordan, whenever you go to Pebbles, because you're getting there first, obviously, <laughs> like you do, um, what do you have a certain spot that you usually go to or like? Um, I think I think today she is uh, she's going to go back, like try to get a corner booth near a window, be all teenagery and stare at it. All right. Um, I guess, Sparky, you're coming in then. Yeah, I think um, Sparky's going to find a booth to just hang out in and write a bunch of poetry. It's not very good, but <laughs> he's trying very hard. And the, the classic sounds of Jimmy Buffett doesn't help either. Like. <laughs> um, uh, Z goes to uh, Pebbles every day after oh. school. Are you, sitting, are you sitting with anybody in particular, or are you just um, sitting by yourself at the counter, or? Um, no, I would, normally she sits by herself at the counter, um, but since Jordan was there first, then uh, she'll sit with Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Was that in character, hi, Jordan? <laughs> Not necessarily, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not until we know what Cleo's doing. <laughs> Uh, if it'd be good for us to all be in the same place, then um, Benji totally could do the normal thing of just kind of like he sees people are heading over there and he's like, oh, like, this is the happening spot. I've got to get it on this and kind of comes in last and isn't really sure where to sit because he's not sure where he's wanted. So he's kind of going to do the like once over scanning the room, seeing if there's like anyone who even briefly makes eye contact with him, which we, he will take as an invitation. Uh, I think Z makes eye contact with Benji because we had that moment looking at the locket. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would have looked up, Z would have looked up, met eyes with you, been uncomfortable and looked down immediately. Before, like, as you look down, Benji, like, way, like, raises his hand and, like, waves and it's like, oh, hey, as if, just as if you had been like, oh, yeah, come over, all warm and friendly. And he's gonna try to insert himself, and in if you're all at a booth or something, or I, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to sit, squeeze myself in there too. Are you sitting next to Jordan, or are you sitting next to uh, Z? Uh, so that I can make eye contact with Z, I'm gonna sit next to Jordan and like squeeze in there a little bit. Like, Benji is a little clueless about personal space. Uh, Jordan is is gonna scoot over like away <laughs> further into the booth um, not not just because Benji but because uh, Jordan has just been trying to escape and and have this moment to herself to kind of work through this all day uh, which she you know for some reason put herself in the almost in the middle of a scuffle at lunch um, but there was gossip and stuff to be learned so she did that so uh, yeah, she's gonna. I mean, she's still gonna be just kind of like looking out the window and just trying to sit as close to that window uh, without like. I mean, she totally could just phase right through it, but you know, power move right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a game changer. <laughs> Is that a shut someone down or? <laughs> uh, it's kind of shut. If I wasn't gonna shut someone down now, I was definitely gonna shut someone down as soon as they started talking to me. So. Then, um, who are you shutting down in? Oh. Uh, well, I think 
I'll pick one because uh, okay. it was going to be whoever talked to me. It was, at first, it was going to be Z. Well, we can wait until someone talks. Oh, to if it one. helps, like I will. Benji will totally bring out his phone and be like, "Hey, do you want to see something that really weird that like Z and I saw earlier today?" And I'm going to try to show you the picture of the locket. Jordan will turn around, not look at the phone, look at you, and just take a moment and say, "I I don't care," and then turn around and look back out the window. All right. Um, My ghost is moody. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me, give me that shut someone down roll. All right, I'm gonna shut someone down. That's I'm rolling with cold, which is minus one. So, Ooh. Uh, that is a total of uh, eight after the minus one. All right, choose one from the following below, but you come across poorly, and they get give you a condition in return. So uh, you can either they lose a string on you. If they have no strings on you, they gain one on them. Uh, they gain a condition, or you take one forward. I think I want Benji to gain a condition. What's the condition? Uh, ben- Benji, how do you, th- do you think you'd be kind of embarrassed or... Uh, embarrassed makes sense, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I can take embarrassed. Wow. And in turn, uh, you give uh, Benji, you give Jordan a condition as well. Oh, so if you can make... I didn't realize that you just make them all up on your own. That's so much pressure. Um, I guess, <laughs> I guess it is. what would make sense is like, maybe there's a better word for this, but like feeling disconnected or isolate, isolated might make sense. Like, cause you're actively kind of pushing people away, but as a result, you've also kind of distanced yourself. Like loner? Yeah. So like. Okay. I'll go with loner. Feels good. Um, actually, I'm going to go with isolated. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm definitely feeling, because everybody at the table has noticed this as well, uh, you know, and it, it was nothing personal against Benji. Benji just happened to be the one who spoke to me. So I think I, I kind of see everybody's reaction, and I feel kind of isolated from it. Everybody has this reaction to my reaction. All right. So, yeah. Jordan says that to you, Benji. Benji, do you feel that? What, what are you going to do? Benji's going to do this awkward transition of like kind of pulling his phone back and pretending like he's really fascinated by something he saw there and nothing weird just happened but he's completely just locked in on his phone as if there hadn't been like an attempt at a conversation just now it's really uncomfortable for everybody (laughs) uh z will break the silence um benji did you show that thing we found to anybody else not yet but i feel like I mean, I've been curious about who the hell could have put that there because it's a little bit like it. Maybe it's nothing, but it's kind of weird, isn't it? It is weird. It's weird that it was on the floor because you think someone would have found it before now. Yeah. Like, I don't know who we would show it to who would know what to make of it, though, right? So. So I think Z is going to attempt to pull Jordan into the conversation as if what just happened didn't happen. So, Jordan. Well, I, I think I think as y'all talk more about it, and, it's, and you know, she, she begins to turn her head a little, listening, not full-on looking at anything, but engaging back into the, passively, you know, engaging back into the conversation. Okay. Uh yeah, so Z's going to notice that and try to kind of bring you into it. So 
Jordan, did you want to see something weird that Benji and I found? Basically repeating what Benji had said earlier as if the shutdown never happened. And she's like, yeah, sure, yeah. I slide the phone over. Uh, she'll lean over, look at it, it can read the note. And she's like, where, where'd you find this? Under her desk. Huh. Do, did you see somebody put it there? Mm-mm. I don't think so. But this is, this is, this, I mean, this looks like Elena's locket, right? Yeah, I think it yeah. is. I think, but I don't know if that's like her, I mean, I don't think that's her handwriting. It'd be kind of weird if she had been wearing a locket with that in it all this time. So it seems like somebody put that in there. Huh. I wonder, was she wearing it when she... You know, that day she went missing? Who would know that? Who would know whether she was wearing... I mean, she wore it every day almost, right? So she probably was. Yeah, but I mean, she did wear it all the time. So, I mean, I, probably. Who was with her that night at the party? Who would she go with? I don't think Z would know who she would have been there with. So Yeah, Benji wouldn't either. I think okay, I, I could yeah. know. Can I just... I mean... You'd probably know, because it's usually just the girls, maybe the baseball crew, um, usually the popular kids... Maybe Sparky was there too. You'll have to ask him and see. <laughs> Do we think she was dating anybody? Is that a me question or a group question? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Adam, sorry. Um, group question. Um, Do you guys I, don't, I don't think she was dating anyone. I mean, it was spring. I mean, it was spring break. She was partying with all the, with all the, uh, the sports guys and, you know, the cheerleaders and everybody. Like, like every weekend that she does. And she points at Sparky and says he was probably probably there. Benji, you're like best friends with Sparky. You should ask him. That like lights up Benji's face, the idea. Just the notion that perhaps he really could be Sparky's best friend. Um, I'm gonna like lean over and be like, where, Sparky, where are you sitting? I think like three or four boots down. Okay. Uh, Benji's gonna just pull out, call out at you across all those booths and be like, hey, hey, Sparky. Sparky, we got a question. Come what? here. <laughs> Come here. We got something to show you. I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. It's, it's, it's really cool. Uh, Sparky picks up, like, his three milkshakes <laughs> and, like, comes over. The important question is, what flavors are they? That was what I was going to ask. <laughs> I'll say, like, important. one is mint, and then the other two are strawberry. So we've established that Sparky is not lactose intolerant. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> uh, I'm going to show, I'll show you the uh, the pictures on the phone. Okay. Um, I think Sparky looks at it and is just like, I don't get it. I've seen these at malls all the time. The lockets? Yeah, I've seen them sell them at the jewelry store, you know. That one with all the ads on TV. This one is like, I'm pretty sure this one in particular is, is Elena's. And also, like, it's weird to have that thing written inside. Were you there, you know, that day when she... Mm, she what? When she, you know, she... Mm, she you know, that it happened. Oh... Uh, you know, that night was kind of a blur. I think we made out once, but that was it. 
I mean, this is not in character laughter. <laughs> do you have? I mean, do you happen to remember whether she was, you know, wearing this then? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people were wearing those, though. Like, I swear I've seen another cheerleader wear one of those. Man, maybe it's like a trend now. Maybe this isn't hers. It's gotta be. It's like know. the same. It's like the same color and everything. But like, did you see? Like, look at that message inside. That's weird, right? Like, that's not normal. Is it? I mean, I mean, do 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 you see messages like this often? I mean, I don't know. I see people on Instagram posting things like this all the time. Sparky lives in a world so far apart from ours. <laughs> do all the cheerleaders wear? Like matching lockets. I mean, I've seen at least one cheerleader wear a locket like this. Dude, do you like make out with cheerleaders a lot? No, I make out with everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Was the one cheerleader you saw wearing it Elena? I don't remember. Maybe. It could have been. Possibly? So maybe not all the cheerleaders have them? You know what? I would say there's a 40% chance that I was Elena. That's pretty high, right? Like, it's not halfway sure, but it's better than, like, 30%. It's better than 35%, too. I'm also very bad at math. We know. (laughs) Did you make out with Elena the night of the party? I think it was Elena. But I also think I made out with someone else. I don't really remember. It probably was like Chris R or something. Have you made out with all the Chrises? Only two of them. I can respect that. <laughs> In this awkward lull, uh, Roxanne, the person who owns it, and like one of the, she usually just waitresses around. And she's like, "I right, Donald, what do you want? Oh, I see you good with your milkshakes. Who, uh, anything? Y'all want burgers, fries? Oh yeah, can I get two cheeseburgers and fries? She looks at you and your milkshakes, but just just raises her brows and just keeps writing. <laughs> Anything else? I'd like some hash browns, please. All right. Can can I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a milkshake? What flavor? Vanilla. All right. Thank you. I'm just going to sit, if that's okay. You want water at least? Sure. Water will be fine. Okay. She gives y'all a wink and just walks away. (laughs) If you'll excuse me, turns to Benji, I'm going to go to the restroom. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. Benji will scoot out. All right. Bathroom, I will go. All right. To get a moment of peace and, you know. Just quiet. (laughs) Try to gather, gather myself. Um, So, okay. Um, Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm not ready to gaze into the abyss yet. Okay. (laughs) Sparky, are you sitting with us or are you just standing outside of our booth? I think I'm just standing. With all three milkshakes in hand. Yeah. Because I haven't been invited to sit just yet. Do you want to sit down? Maybe. Sure. (laughs) And then he like scoots next to you. (laughs) Yeah, as he scoots over. Mm Mm-hmm. And then says nothing else. Yep, that's it. He just sits down. (laughs) Just like sips on the milkshakes. 
All right. Around this time, the, the whole baseball team comes in. Loud, rowdy. And they sit, like, not, like, across from you, like, on the other side of the diner, but, like, catty corner. Like, next one up and on the other side. It's about six baseball boys all squeezing those tiny booths. So are they everyone... Oh, go ahead. Are they loud? Oh, yeah. They're loud. They're yeah. obnoxious. They're... Yeah. Oh, they're should I call them over? Uh. Maybe it'll help with this mystery. Yeah, I mean, like, they were probably... Some of them, at least, were probably there that day, well, right? That's... So... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I can at least call over Chris B, because we have history all right well let's use that history to get some information then all right cool i'm going to walk over to their booth and i'm going to tell crispy that i need to talk to him uh yeah sure let me just um and he's like against the window so he's pushing like two of the guys that are sitting with him out so eventually they all they do the, the, the shuffle and like they all get out and he gets out he's like, yeah man, what's up? There's this weird thing that's happening about like a locket. Do you know if any other cheerleaders have this locket that kind of looks like uh, this and I, I do I have someone's phone? Whose phone was it? I, yeah, I, I slide over the phone to you. Okay, there's, cool. a, there's two pictures, the one of the outside of the locket and the one of like the note inside. Alright, cool. I'm going to show the outside of the locket. Oh, um, I think that was Elena's. Like, I think that was, like, yeah, she wore that a lot. Wait, really? It wasn't, like, Carmen's, or? No, no, no. Um, Carmen wears, like, one of those, like, 90s black choker things that they think it's cute and it's coming back, but it's really, it's not cute. I could have sworn it was Carmen's. No, she also wears, like, crystal because of mood energy or some bullshit out like i don't i don't know like oh yeah that totally makes sense mm -hmm. cool all right that's it that's all i wanted to know oh okay and then he like looks at his booth and he's like debating climbing back into a spot and he just pushes them all over so he sits on the outside now <laughs> <laughs> could that's we hear it. that yeah okay so while just... they were while oh, they were ahead. talking, yeah, while they were talking, Z doesn't say anything, but she just reaches up and kind of, like, leans her hand against her neck to cover up her black choker that she's wearing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I did make out with Elena. The night of the party? Yeah, I guess I did. Then you may have been, like, one of the last people to see her. No, I don't think so. I saw her hang out with some of the, uh, one of the Chris's too. I think it was uh, Chris Kong. Yeah, they were hanging out. Hmm. Is he here? No, he's like a youth minister, right? Or uh, youth yeah, Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna text him though. I mean, I can just like text him the photo and be like, "Was she wearing this that night?" Right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, text this what, this Chris out of all the Chris's and uh, with a picture of the outside, just the outside of the locket for now, saying, uh, "Was Lena wearing this the last night that you you saw her?" Wait, do y'all think that he killed her? Oh man, if, if he did, that was I probably shouldn't have texted him that because then <laughs> he's gonna know 
that like we know something and like we could be next or something i don't know did it already um, send is it already like <laughs> yeah no it like it sent it's gone it flew oh crap wait no maybe he won't read it just read can you like not send it like do that thing where you can like unsend a message you can do that yeah 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 it's like you hold down on the picture and just unsend it here you do it i don't know how okay <laughs> here i'll i'll do it oh wait and, it's and too red. Yeah, it's and too as late. you're like looking at it, it's like he's there's dot dot dots happening already. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, new number who dis? <laughs> he's like, he's like, who is this? Are you um, sure this is Chris's number? Yeah, I'm positive because remember, like we've worked on a project before, like a while ago, and so unless he changed his phone number since then, uh, and I take back the phone, I'm gonna <laughs> because I know that if I say it's just Benji, it's there's a less likely to be a response. I'm gonna say Benji and Sparky. No, 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 say you're Vicky. Oh, say I'm Vicky? Yeah, say you're Vicky. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, it's, I, yeah, I backspace and say it's Vicky. <laughs> don't tell him it's us. I was saying, it's Vicky, winky, smiley face. Yeah, 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 do like a heart emoji too. Cause and I'm a sure. heart emoji. Like yeah, there's yeah. like three, there's like the two hearts emoji and there's gonna be a sparkly hearts emoji. And then like a normal heart emoji and then winky face. Yeah, but which one do like couples use? Uh oh, use the use the smiley face with the hearts floating around it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good and one. And the heart, yeah, the hearts are eyes. Yeah, yeah, I'll throw some of those in there. Yeah, do that one. Yeah. Like a chain of just like heart-related <laughs> emojis now. <laughs> He's just like, you it's it's a half second before you see him starting to respond. He's like Babe, did you change your phone number? I swear I was just talking, texting you like 30 minutes ago on a different number. I had to borrow... So I'm typing, I'm reading this out as I'm trying to type it. I broke my phone. I dropped <laughs> it. And I had to borrow somebody's. So... Oh, crap. No, now you have to say who whose phone you're borrowing. But tell, tell him... Try to get him to tell us about the picture before he realizes that it's not... That's not us. Or that's not Vicky. So I, after that, it's, it's real important, babe. Was Elena wearing this that the night of that party? And then I show it to everyone to get their approval before sending it. You should use uh, use babe like two more times. Thanks, babe. And then like I find somewhere at the beginning like <laughs> to insert another third babe. I think that sounds right. That's believable. I, I send the message. It's about two seconds now that it's like you see you see dots and you see deleting. And you see more dots, then you stop. And then you see more dots. And it's the phone on the table and we're just all Yeah, also <laughs> if you want me to I have a move, which is add one to any rolls you make while lying. <laughs> it's one of my hollow moves, so Oh, oh, what what are you lying about though? Like what who we are. Oh, okay. I don't know what what role that would be though. That's like uh, maybe that could be hot. Oh, like turn someone on or manipulate an NPC. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, yeah. Wait, so yeah. I should roll for? Uh, I think it's just. Um, uh, let me pull it back up. I think it's just rolling hot, just to um, okay. manipulate someone. Yeah. 
I rolled a six. Like, all together. Nice. Wait, not well, nice. Not, yeah, <laughs> this, this, this short is nice. Uh, I'll take an experience. Alright. <laughs> Oops. And, um, you just see, he's like, okay, Vicky, and you see Vicky in quotation marks. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know what you think happened with that spring break, but it's not true. With me and Elena, I get yeah, that's her locket, but I, like I don't I don't know what happened past that. Say it's don't text me again. Bye. <laughs> and bye has a period at the end, just very like. Mm. Ooh. No emojis. Ooh. Oh shit! You <gasps> totally killed her. Totally killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Know that it's us or we'll be next. Tell, tell him it's Carmen. <laughs> so we won't be next. Benji obeys and says, BT, BTW, <laughs> this is Carmen. <laughs> Period. Send. <laughs> Sorry. You get no response. <laughs> what does he mean about what happened with him and Elena? Maybe he like cheated on Vicky. <laughs> with Elena and then Elena was like I'll totally tell Vicky and then he lost his cool and that's when something happened. I mean that's how it like happens on TV all the time, right? Yeah, that's how it happens in those shows. Yep. When Jordan gets back, we should ask her. She might know if they hooked up. She seems to know a lot of stuff. She's been gone for a while. Did she just ditch us? He gets like a little bit of upset about the thought of Jordan ditching her, even though they're not like actually friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, we'll transfer over scenes to um, Jordan in the bathroom. Yeah, Jordan. Um, Jordan did ditch you all. Went to the bathroom. Was probably about was about to come out. I uh, heard the baseball crew come in, and instead stepped through the wall out of the building or, you know, and if the bathroom's against a back, another room through that room and out of the building then. And it's just walking uh, towards the, the kind of the, the little apartment and duplexes behind Pebbles. All right. Are you doing anything particular or? I think at first it's just wandering, just clearing thoughts, dealing with, with her, her own like stuff that, you know, from earlier, and I think maybe just wandering around, um, I think she may eventually make her way towards Ezra's house. All right. And as you're walking, you actually see on some of the buildings, um, especially if you're going past downtown a bit, you see posters that not only is it just Elena, um, you see one for Ezra as well. And then also one for Sage. Um, and then you see a couple of adults that look like they're missing the last like three, four weeks, too. So seems like a lot of people going missing within the past month or so. As you see these signs as you're walking by, some of them a little more faded, some of them pretty new. Okay. I think I think I'll, I'll make my way to Ezra's house and just stand out and kind of look at it. I think I'll, I would go into his room. 
You're just gonna phase through the walls. Oh yeah, you? yeah, right. yeah. I mean, if I feel if I feel like I can. Yeah, it's a second story, so you're able to float and scoot in like Casper, yeah. um, if you want to, and then um, Fanta's room. No one's home. It's a it's a two bedroom apartment. Um, you know, you because you you float through the circles. Um, he lives with his mom. His dad's not around. Um, so the main the master bedroom's his mom's, and then he has the the smaller bedroom off to the side. Yeah, I would just first just kind of look around, take everything in, you know, look at any posters on the wall of, you know, goth stuff that I don't know, whatever the goths would have. Goth stuff's TM, I guess, like, uh, <laughs> oh, geez, I don't know any current goth things. Yeah. Uh, uh, skinny puppies. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. I would look to see if there's any kind of journal or anything laying out. Just kind of poke around without being any more intrusive yet. Um, not not like laying out. Um, he has his backpack there that's sort of like just sitting on his chair, like where he would have left it. Various other things here and there. Uh, uh, you do find, I guess, when you open a drawer for the side bedroom, you do see a, a journal there. Yeah, I'll go through it a little bit. The, the last few pages yeah um it just doesn't mention much it's just um some really awful poetry that he's been trying to get through some dream interpretations uh and then like on the last couple like the last two days it felt like someone was watching him um but he just felt eyes on him when he was walking home away from the, the diner um the drive-in at night but when he turned around he didn't see anybody I think while I'm here in the space, I would to make a, I mean, I guess to be like, kind of like, I guess, gazing into the abyss, trying to make a connection, I guess. I'm going to say that Jordan doesn't know any other ghosts, uh, doesn't know much about being a ghost outside of her own experience, but would, you know, maybe experiment with if she could reach out to other ghosts. So that's kind of what she's doing here in this space. Uh, yeah. Um, so how does that look like whenever you're trying to gaze? Uh, I think she would hold on to the journal because it's personal you know it's it's probably the most personal thing in the room and just kind of just close her eyes and just try to focus try to bring up ezra's face um you know from from the wanted poster or whatever image she has of him in, in her mind okay all right give me a roll okay with, uh, dark right dark yep uh yes with dark um uh that is 13 Ooh, that's that's a good one take one forward okay and as you're staring this linking at it um your vision goes dark for a second as you sort of you fall into the abyss and look the first thing you see is blood blood rolling down some dark wood uh the camera zooms out and it looks like is and you're trying to decide what it is. Is that is that a coffin? The scene shifts to a flurry of bats squeaking and flapping around in a dark cave. The sounds cacophonous in it and surround sound. Um, the next scene is at a cemetery at about midnight. The clouds slowly rolling by and the moon is full. You see, you see a ghostly figure, pale, wearing white. It looks like someone who's wearing slacks. Can't tell past that. But you look closer, you squint. Is it Ezra? 
Ezra's pals it was, but this person almost looks translucent. They pause on their on the stroll, and they look to you. And first, it's like a nod of an acknowledgement because he knows who Jordan is. He knows who you are. But suddenly, his face shifts. His brow gets more dominant. His eyes start going red as these fangs start appearing from the tops of his mouth. And he starts heading towards you. First, a slow walk. Then it speeds up. There's another flash, and the next scene is something you see is um, blood rolling down a tombstone. And that's it. Okay, yeah, I think Jordan drops the the journal probably as the the figures or they start running at me. Just snaps out of it. A lot of heavy breathing, processing it all. Uh, after a minute or so, gains her composure and steps back out through the wall, floats back down, and I think starts walking back towards Pebbles. Doesn't know whether anybody's going to be there or not, but knows that's where people people were that, that, that she was talking to. All right, and that wraps up part two of Monster Hearts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to Road to Play. It really means a lot to me that, that you take time out of your week to listen to this show and enjoy what we do. And if you do, head on over to iTunes or whatever podcasting app you use. If it has a rating service, please go on and rate and review us. It just it means everything to podcasters because it helps grow the show. Again, like I said up top, if you can't rate and review, share us with a friend. Say, hey, here's a cool podcast you should be listening to. If you think we are a cool podcast that you think that they should be listening to. All right. Thank you again to Banana Chan, Cleo Yunsu Davis, Kristen Devine, and Morgan Nuncio especially for coming on and running this game. I have such great friends who always come on these shows for me and help make them what they are. I couldn't do any of this without them. So please go out, support them. Uh, you, their, link, their Twitter accounts are all linked in the show notes. Give them a follow and support them in everything they do. They're so, so amazing people. So please support all of them. All right, wrapping it up, done for this episode. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, get out there, have fun, and roll to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit RollToPlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at road2playpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Triatachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Triatachion.